Hello and welcome to another episode of Pack One Pick One. It's me, Flynn, and I've got a very special episode right now. I know it's been a little while since I've updated with a new episode, but uh, in the last couple days we've had a major announcement from Wizards of the Coast about a new master set coming out in early December of this year. It's called Ultimate Masters, and... Uh, like other master sets, it's going to have 24 packs in a box. It's going to have 15 card boosters with one foil in every pack. But there's a few things different with this set. Um, the MSRP has actually been raised from $9.99 to about uh, $13.99 a pack. And um, uh, it's going to have... 20 mythics in the set and uh, every single mythic and uh, a bunch of valuable rares in the set are going to be available as masterpieces. But unlike uh, Kaladesh, Aether Revolt, Amonkhet blocks, the masterpieces are going to function a little more like they did for the Ravnica Mythic Edition, where when you buy a box of this set, you'll have one chance of getting one of 40 different masterpieces. Not quite full art, but uh, the borders are taken away. A lot of new art on cards like Tarmogoyf, uh, Fulminator Mage. Uh, other masterpieces are going to be like Liliana the Veil, Card Liberated, Cavern of Souls, Snapcaster Mage. Really, not just valuable cards, but ones that see a lot of play or very popular. So while this sounds good, uh, this means that boxes are now going to cost about $100 more than they would for other Masters sets. And uh, you can actually get MSRP uh, blister packs of this set for under MSRP at places like Walmart, where if you don't factor in the value of the Masterpiece called a box topper in this set, uh, you can actually get them for about 240 260 for a full box worth of packs if you don't buy them from LGS and you forgo getting the masterpiece. And uh, this has actually been pretty huge news lately with players. Just a lot of controversy about the set. Most players, like myself, are not happy about it because uh, Wizards has made what a lot of people feels like is just a money grab and that by raising the pack price for no discernible reason and including these box topper masterpieces as an additional cost for a box that it's more a short-sighted cash grab than anything positive for the players. And this is supposed to be part of the celebration of Magic's 25th anniversary so it makes it a lot more confusing that they would do something like this that sounds so anti-player friendly that they wouldn't just either keep the pack prices the same or they would just throw in the box topper uh, without increasing the price of a pack box by about 50 something dollars which is what they work out to once you uh, take away like the rest of the price of a box. So I want to know what all of you think about this set, 
And if you think that it's a good idea, is there anything that you like about it, like the reprints, I think that those are stellar, especially at Rare. We have some very good ones so far. Noble Hierarch, Ancient Tomb, uh, most of the Manlands, like Celestial Colonnade, and of course the Mythics in the set don't look like duds at all. So that's in their favor, but the set is way more expensive than uh, other Master sets for not very much additional value, especially if you don't get a box at a local game store or you're not able to find one online that includes the box topper. I actually, uh, myself, have purchased one box of this set, just one, for $260 on eBay with the box topper included. So if you do want to get this set and get in on it now, I'd highly recommend checking out like the Magic Finance sub on Reddit or shops like Sports and More on eBay where they're selling boxes for about $240 to $260 with the masterpiece included. Basically, if you're paying right now or pre-ordered a box of this set for more than like $280 that includes a masterpiece, you've gotten ripped off right off the bat. You can get them cheaper and you should. Um, so if you have any interest in it, I'd say get in on it now. Don't wait for them to raise prices closer to the bullshit $335 MSRP because it's not worth it at that point. Um, yeah, let me know what you think about this set, though. I'd be happy to hear it. You can shoot an email to me at pack1pick1 at gmail.com. All is words, no numbers, so P-A-C-K-O-N-E, P-A-C-K-O-N-E at gmail.com. Or, you, or if you're on one of the Facebook groups where I post this, feel free to leave a comment. And, um, yeah, that's about it for that set. You know, a lot of people have already commented on it, so, you know, you can find most other reactions and opinions on it out there. I think most of what people are going to say about it has been said uh, besides that. So, yeah, aside from me giving my own opinion on it, which kind of mirrors what most other people are thinking... Uh, there's not really much else that needs to be said. So, I do, because I have not gotten a draft uh, Guilds of Ravnica lately, due to being both out of town and either busy on most draft nights at my local game store. Figured I would crack open a few packs that I had lying around. Uh, you know, talk about them, talk about limited with it. I'm sure that, you know, more pros, people that have played dozens, you know, hundred plus uh, games of this set and limited would have more experienced opinions than me, but I've been playing draft for a long time, kind of get what's good, and I've drafted this set pretty successfully so far. So I feel like I can also give some pretty good thoughts on it too, even if it's not from someone with as much experience yet. Okay, so I'm going to Got first pack of uh, two opened up, and we got Loxodon Restorer, Wishcoin Crab, Sure Strike, Veiled Shade, Crawl Forgers, Candlelight Vigil, Sonic Assault, Rhizome Lurcher, Fresh Faced Recruit, Mephitic Vapors, uh, Beam Splitter Mage, interesting. Lava Coil, Pilfering Imp, and Chamber Sentry. Ooh, is the rare. And that is uh, X 
CMC artifact creature. It's a zero zero. Enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter for each color and mana spent for it. You can pay X, tap it, remove X plus one plus one counters from it, uh, and it deals X damage to any target. And then you can pay one of each mana, white, blue, black, uh, red, and green, and you can return it from your graveyard to your hand. And I would definitely take that first. Uh, people say that uh, four or five color is a big archetype you can play in this set. And opening up the big bomb for it, like right off the bat, would lead me to want to give it a shot. Because I feel like that's the best time uh, to do that. So, okay. That's a really cool card. I haven't gotten a draft with it or against it yet. But, yeah, definitely seems like that would be the time to take it if you ever would. All right. It's going to be a pretty short episode. Just want to do a quick news update for some big magic news and uh, just get another episode out there because it's been a while since I've made one. Uh, we have Barging Sergeant, 10th District Guard, Leapfrog, Hitchclaw Recluse, Barrier Bones, Notion Rain, Selesnia Locket, Watcher in the Mist, Pause for Reflection, Golgari Raiders. Yeah, we have an Uncommon as the ninth card, so there is a foil in here. We have Crush Contraband, Okran Assassin, and the rare is... Ooh, Hatchery Spider. I actually think that it's a pretty good card. It's five uh, green-green for a 5-7 with Reach. And has undergrowth when you cast it. Reel off the top X cards to your library, where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. You may put a green permanent with CMC X or less from among them onto the battlefield. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Um, you know, I, I would. If I really didn't. Uh, I'd consider taking it. I really like spiders, though. Actually, this is probably a point against me in draft. I actually usually avoid. <laughs> Uh, taking those cards, even even the good ones, I just don't like looking at them. Not a fan of them, but I think I would probably take it as the first card in this pack. Uh, maybe Golgari Raiders or Notion Rain would come close, I think. But uh, Hatchery Spider's not bad. And the foil, it's a common. It is Centaur Peacemaker. Uh, one green white for three three. When it ETBs, each player gains four life. The card's not that impressive, but the foil is actually really amazing. Just the way that the foiling pops off the, like, autumn-colored leaves here. It's very cool. So, you know, definitely the most good-looking card in the pack. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Not too much going on right now, but I'm going to be coming out with a couple more episodes lately. Uh, going to try and get back onto that one-a-week schedule I know I've been talking about, and I do have two uh, special episodes coming up soon with some guest hosts that you have not heard before, and an episode with uh, someone that's recently top forward a GP, a uh, local player in our area that I've known for a while, and uh, it'll be really great to hear what they have to say about Magic and uh, Limited as well, because I believe it was a limited event that they had top forward. So that'll be really exciting. Look forward to that. It's coming soon. And uh, thank you again for listening to my podcast. Uh, please do whatever you can to get the word out there about it if you want. I'll be advertising it more, and that's the best way that you can support the show right now, because I don't do any of that Patreon donating or any of that crap. So, you know, 
If you like it, please spread the word. And thank you for listening.